It is said, laughter is the best medicine. It is free of charge. Also, scriptures, philosophers, and medical research agree that humor or laughter has immense benefits for us human beings. Hello and welcome to the Harmony Deconstructed podcast. This is a podcast that explores how we can build and sustain an inspired, harmonious life. My name is James Mwamombe. A Yiddish proverb says, What soap is to the body, laughter is to the soul. It is interesting that we only laugh with those with whom we are in harmony. Indeed, to get a joke, you have to be in harmony with the one telling it. It is a show of empathy to laugh at another person's joke. In a deeper way, we are in harmony with ourselves and our inner person when we can laugh at ourselves. When we can see the mishaps and mistakes we have made and see the humor in them and the lessons we pick from them. Martin Nimla said, If you can laugh at yourself, you are going to be fine. If you allow others to laugh with you, you will be great. The book of Proverbs, chapter 17, verse 22 says, A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit saps a person's strength. So humor, which brings laughter, contributes to our good health. Even though this idea has been known for centuries, Medical research has also shown that humor or laughter has immense benefits to our well-being. In an article titled Laughter, the Best Medicine in helpguide.com, they indicate the following benefits of laughter. Laughter relaxes the whole body. A good, hearty laugh relieves physical tension and stress, leaving your muscles relaxed for up to 45 minutes after. Laughter boosts the immune system. Laughter decreases stress hormones and increases immune cells and infection-fighting antibodies, thus improving your resistance to disease. Laughter triggers the release of endorphins, the body's natural feel-good chemicals. Endorphins promote an overall sense of well-being and can even temporarily relieve pain. Laughter protects the heart. Laughter improves the function of blood vessels and increases blood flow, which can help protect you against a heart attack and other cardiovascular problems. Laughter burns calories. Okay, so it's no replacement for going to the gym, but one study found that laughing for 10 to 15 minutes a day can burn approximately 40 calories, which could be enough to lose 3 or 4 pounds over the course of a year. Laughter lightens anger's heavy load. Nothing diffuses anger and conflict faster than a shared laugh. Looking at the funny side can put problems into perspective and enable you to move on from confrontations without holding on to bitterness or resentment. Laughter may even help you live longer. A study in Norway found that people with a strong sense of humor outlived those who don't laugh as much. These medical benefits are tied in some way to the social benefits of laughter. It strengthens relationships, attracts others to us, it enhances teamwork, helps diffuse conflict, and promotes group bonding. 
Thus, looking at these medical and social benefits of laughter and humor, it shows how they contribute to harmony. Harmony within a person and harmony with others. It reminds me of this old story I recall reading when I was young, the golden goose story about a princess who could not smile and her father, the king, offered a reward to anyone who could make her laugh. Perhaps this king knew the importance of laughter for his daughter's well-being. The story is told as follows. Simpleton was the youngest of three brothers. Each brother chopped wood for a living. One day, the oldest brother went off to the forest where he met a dwarf. Please, said the dwarf, looking hungrily at the oldest brother's basket. Won't you share your lunch with me? Why should I? snapped the oldest brother. The next day, the middle brother ventured to the forest to chop wood, and he met the same dwarf. Surely you'll share your lunch with me, said the dwarf. Get your own, growled the middle brother, and don't call me Shirley. On the third day, the youngest brother went off into the forest to chop wood. Like his two older brothers, he met the same dwarf. I don't suppose you'd share your lunch with me, sighed the dwarf, casting his head down. Why not, says Simpleton. I'd like the company. And so the two of them ate happily together. I am going to tell you a secret, whispered the dwarf. There is an oak tree by the river near a very large rock. Chop it down and you will find among the roots something very fine. Simpleton thanked the dwarf. He chopped down the tree, looked among the roots and something bright sparkled in the sunlight. It was a goose, a goose with feathers made of pure gold, delighted. Simpleton scooped up the goose. That night, he stayed at a nearby inn, paying for his room with one of the feathers. But it's not every day that someone steps into their inn and pays for a room with a feather made of pure gold. Poking their heads out from the hallway, each of the innkeeper's three daughters hatched a plan to steal the goose. When Simpleton was sound asleep, the innkeeper's eldest daughter tiptoed into his room. She reached to grab the sleeping goose with the golden feathers. But the moment her hand touched the goose, it stuck. Try as she might, she could not remove her hand. I may as well fall asleep, she thought. I just hope that by morning my hand will be free. Then I'll go back to my room before anyone finds out I even came in here. Later that same night, the innkeeper's middle daughter slowly opened the door. She too tiptoed into the room with the intention of stealing the golden goods. But much to her surprise, snoring in the corner was her big sister. She tapped her big sister on the shoulder to wake her up. Alas, the moment she touched her sister's arm, she too was stuck. I'm sure you wouldn't be surprised to hear that before long, that very night, the innkeeper's youngest daughter also tiptoed into the room. She saw both of her older sisters snoring in the corner, tapped the arm of her middle sister, and instantly her fingers also stuck. The next morning, they all awakened. Simpleton yawned and said, Now that was a good night's sleep. It's time to move on. He took the golden goose and left the inn, 
not paying any attention to the three sisters who are stuck, tumbling after him left and right wherever his legs took him. A farmer who in his field saw this strange sight and he said, I've never seen a golden goose before, but if those girls are going to get a piece of it, there is no reason I shouldn't either. He grabbed the youngest daughter by the hand, whereupon his hand instantly became stuck to her and he had to stagger along behind them. Then Amila got attached to the farmer. The five of them approached two woodcutters coming out of the woods. The farmer, the miller, and the three sisters called to the woodcutters to help set them loose. But the woodcutters thought they were being motioned to stay away from the golden goose. Of course, that they would not do. As soon as they touched the miller, they got stuck too. And now there were seven of them stuck trailing Simpleton and his goose. After a while, Simpleton entered a kingdom where a large crowd was gathered in front of the king's castle. What's going on? said Simpleton to someone standing there. They are all trying to make the princess laugh, he said. She hasn't laughed in years, and the king says the first worthy fellow who can make her laugh will marry her. Honestly, father, Simpleton heard the voice of a princess coming from the balcony. If there's anything that's not funny, it's a bunch of overprivileged young men competing to get something for nothing. But Pumpkin, Simpleton heard the king plead. Won't you give the next one a teeny wincy chance? Number 437, step up. The princess threw her arms in despair and whirled around. As she did, she saw Simpleton looking around as if nothing at all is the matter, with seven people tripping behind him, all attached to one another. It was hilarious. She laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed and couldn't stop. The king... However, was none too pleased that Simpleton, a woodcutter of all things, should marry into the royal family. I said a worthy young man, frowned the king, crossing his arms. A nobleman from a good family, not a woodcutter. Simpleton shrugged. Whether or not I marry the princess, he said, with just a few golden feathers, we'll all eat like royalty. Come one and all. At that very moment, all seven followers who had been tugging and pulling with all their might to break free suddenly came loose. Springing backward, they collapsed into a heaping pile of arms, legs, and spinning hearts. The princess roared with laughter once more. Oh, father, she said, gasping for air from laughter. He will always keep me laughing. Besides, he's the only fellow who ever offered us anything. Everyone else wanted to get something from us. That's true, said the king, rubbing his chin. Twice he's made you laugh, and he's a generous fellow. Not to mention, he has that golden goose. So Simpleton married the princess. And who sat in the front row at the wedding? Why, the old dwarf, of course. And they all lived happily ever after. So have you laughed heartily lately? When was the last time you had a good laugh? For us to live an inspired, harmonious life, we should enjoy laughter. We should look at our life on a lighter note sometimes. When we enjoy laughing at ourselves and with others, it strengthens our bond 
thus enhancing harmony in our lives and in the lives of the people around us. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. I welcome you to join me for the next episode where we'll be talking about the biology of belief. Thank you very much and I wish for you an inspired, harmonious life.